Post status excerpt each week, 15 minutes, not yet fully vaccinated, but we're working on it. At least one newsworthy topic and how it relates to the WordPress community. And one great sponsor, like SpinUp WP. Spin up your own extremely fast WordPress server in minutes with SpinUp WP. You can use any cloud hosting provider you want and manage your servers remotely with a simple but powerful control panel. Get the security and performance of managed hosting without losing the independence of hosting your projects or your clients yourself. Check out SpinUpWP at poststatus.com slash SpinUpWP. By the time this episode goes live, you might already have this week's post status newsletter just sitting there in your inbox. So here's a couple of things that I thought were newsworthy inside that newsletter at the time here. WebP support seems to be in the cards for WordPress. Johnny Harris shared a track ticket on Twitter, and we put the link in the newsletter. The track ticket uh, says that it this update adds support for uploading, editing, and saving WebP images when supported by the server, along with adding an image WebP support meme type. So the, what all this, this means is that WordPress would correctly identify the WebP images even when PHP doesn't support it, um, along with resizing w, uh, WebP files and using them for front-end markup. If you're not familiar with WebP as an image format, you can... Google it for more, but um, it's a more compressed image format and a lot of modern day browsers use it. So it's great to see the see support coming to WordPress. Oh, my buddy Francesca, she has an update on the updating of the WordPress updaters. Yep, you heard that right. Go ahead, rewind, listen to that again. Um, she has a post on WordPress.org that outlines some desired outcomes for a featured project on updating the updaters in WordPress. So um, the outcomes of that project are, at least for now, making sure zips upload and are unpacking are safe, creating mechanisms to upgrade and roll back, having managed updates or database migrations, and creating a unified convention for requirements and dependencies. So um, that is interesting to see continued work being done on WordPress updates. Heather Bruner, CEO of WP Engine, announced on Twitter that the company will be going virtual as the default day-to-day experience across the company. So this is basically meaning they are going remote first, is what uh, the interpretation is of that. They have physical spaces, and according to Heather, these will be upgraded, quote, to accommodate social distancing and make them wow spaces that encourage collaboration, innovation, and fun, end quote. So it's interesting to see a WordPress company go all remote. A lot of companies already remote, thanks to the nature of our work, but not all of them. And it's interesting to see WP Engine's CEO make that announcement this week. Allie Nimmons shared four main ways she believes you can approach being active or more active in the WordPress community. And I'm going to give you a little bit of spoilers here, but she mentions you should be intentional, be welcoming, be inquisitive, and be helpful. So Um, We are including that link in the newsletter because even if you're not new to the WordPress community, these are good reminders um, to to remind yourself how to continue to be active and progressive in the WordPress community. Bill Gillibanks built a new Translate Words plugin, which is a quick and simple change text translate plugin, um, which works on the front end and the admin, so you can check that out. Ryan McHugh open-sourced 
and updated his media library in React proof of concept. And I like how he named it. His, the code name for this project is Obscura. That's a good name for a, a daughter if I decided to have another kid, maybe. WordPress, oh, they're here. here's some two or three interesting WordPress events coming up. WP Sessions 2021 was announced. It's coming on May 25th and 27th with workshops on May 28th through June 1st. Registration is free. Go to web or wpsessions.com for that. Um, the Page Builder Summit is a free summit about WordPress page builders taking place on May 10th through the 14th. And a WP Campus is happening September 21st through 22nd. It's online, and there is a call for speakers. Um, I have been a past speaker of WP Campus. I would highly recommend it. It's primarily focused in the educational space, but there is a broad range of categories there. So go ahead and take a look at that site if you're interested in speaking in a very well-organized niche conference. And we have podcast suggestions, video suggestions, the whole nine yards of newsletter, but let's switch gears and talk to Corey about our topics this week. So, Corey, I, I just took a look, like, like I usually do every week, um, a lot of things I do weekly, like um, feed my children. And um, the other thing that I do is I take a look at the market share numbers for various CMSs. I just thought it was interesting. Um, did you know that a certain CMS with, uh, that had a weird marketing campaign, campaign next last month um, rose 0.1% market share? <laughs> I didn't. Mm. I don't know if we have the WordPress community to thank, but if that's the case, then I think, I think somebody, I think somebody owes somebody a thank you. Anyway, moving on, moving on. Uh, This is, this is actually true. Um, We, we, some of us are book readers. And when I mean some Mm -hmm. of us, I mean you, not, not me. So I just, um, there is a book nook channel in post status Slack and I am quite surprised as to how many people actually have time to read. But, you know, I mean, yeah. I should say make the time to read because um, they're, they're doing it, obviously, f- with some benefit. And I believe you're the one who came up with the idea of like a weekly share on Postatus Slack of things that you're reading or recommendations. What are your favorite books that you have read or reading right now? Because like I told you, like I only have time to maybe read one book. Yeah, <laughs> that's not developer well, related. So I'm I'm eager to hear what you've been reading. I get it. Yeah, it's called the book Nick, and you know it's something Brian didn't put the channel because it would have been named books, but I was like book Nick. Uh, <laughs> yeah, Brian. But yeah, every Brian's Friday we post and what we're uh, reading in there. Um, and answer your question, a couple of the books, and I actually mentioned this in the club. Um, the book I'm reading right now is called The Business of Belonging how to make community your competitive advantage. And it is by David Spinks. We'll put a link to it in the show, show notes, but um, really loving this, you know, whole tomb on belonging because at iThemes and everywhere I go, this kind of thing of belonging, finding belonging, pulling a group of people together that are oftentimes eclectic into this group under a banner of some name um, is so near and dear to my heart. But I believe the way to get business done well, purpose and profit, both of those two. Um, we did it at iThemes with our team, continue to do it at iThemes under Matt Danner's direction, but, um, and with our customers. Um, 
belonging is so, I mean, we, we have so many people in the community right now that just know this and seeing this. Tessa Kessel, obviously a longtime evangelist, uh, person that builds kind of community for companies mentioned. This is a great book too. And, and I think is in the middle of reading it. Uh, I want to have her on the post status live um, series to talk about it, but belonging is so critical. You know, so many times people say, why do you, why does your team do all this? You know, work as hard and care as much as they do about what you're doing this. Well, first off, I think the first leadership principle for everyone is called care. Like care that they're human beings <laughs> and um, care about them. So many entrepreneurs and good and good tension intention entrepreneurs they find out like i've had my team to my house for a big dinner we had a mystery murder mystery night and it was catered had a chef come in and they're like you had your team in your your house i'm like if i don't feel like they should be in my house they definitely shouldn't be on my team you know kind of thing but the opposite is you care about people you want to you spend most of your time with these these people and why not like them and enjoy their company not everybody's going to be a perfect like fit or BFF, but so I extended that also out to our community. We um, were like two years into iThemes. Jeff at the tavern at the time was like, is, it, is iThemes still around? We were working our butts off, you know, and we took it really personally and we started to really be active publicly and we started to show, we started saying to our customers, you're not just our customers, you're our customer community. We care about you. We did some cool things over the years. So this book, Business of Belonging, is really near and dear to my heart. Okay, so one quick question before you go on to your next book. How can you make that authentic without sounding cheesy to your customers? Mm. Because a lot of companies, and like everybody made fun of, made fun of maybe, uh, depending on how you look at it, I guess. Like, you know, when COVID came out, the, all the big companies put ads in the Super Bowl saying, you know, through these trying times, we care mm -hmm. about, how do you make it sound authentic? How do, how do you make it sound authentic in 30 seconds? Describe in 30 seconds or less if you can. How do you make something like that sound authentic, especially to your customers? You can time me, but you have to earn it. Uh -huh. you, well, don't, you don't just instantly, like, you know, the reason why we don't trust these big companies is because they haven't earned it, the yeah. trust. You know, when team members would come to i new team members would come to iThemes, um, I didn't instantly, I probably expected in the early days, oh, they'll just get it and they understand how we work and everything. But some people, you know, have been burned over the years and come in very skeptical. And you're like, well, let me just show up every day as me. And you see by my actions that you can trust me, that we really want to create this atmosphere and this place where you belong. And there's another side to it, belong and contribute. That's a part of belonging, that you can show up and belong and you're an iThemer or a post-status club member or an automatician or whatever other thing, uh, that you belong to this group, but you also add to your belonging by contributing your special gifts, strengths, talents, skills, experiences to the collective good. And we, we use the African proverb prolifically, if you want to go fast, go alone. If you want to go far, go together. And so we said, there's no rock stars here, including me. You know, it. this is a merry band of people, very eclectic and very diverse, doing cool stuff together that we couldn't do by ourselves. Uh, that we, we are making way more impact together by each person belonging to this group and contributing to this group. And that's how we, I just try to keep showing up and saying, this is me. Have I veered from it? Have I caused you to doubt that by any action or thing I've done or said? Um, mm -hmm. and I don't, a lot of big 
companies. You know, the thing I heard was uh, these airline companies, the joke I saw on Twitter was they're like throwing in all these airlines. We want to take care of you and everything. It's like, well, six months ago, uh, you said that all my airline miles expired. Their actions don't line up with what they're saying out of their mouth. And so part of it authentically is showing up and doing what you say you're going to do. That, that makes perfect sense. Oh, you let me diatribe there. <laughs> Listen, I, 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 you, the stage was too hot. I couldn't get on it for you. I just let you go. <laughs> the people are just going to have to deal with a little bit more than 15 minutes today. So, all right, uh, Oprah, uh, you, what's yeah. next on your book club? Okay, so the other book that I'm really liking, I'll do one prefer, professional, which is the one I just mentioned, and I'll do one personal uh, is how to be an imperfectionist. Oh, um, well, I, I think I got a leg. I yeah. think I can get a leg up on this. This could be something I could do. What's that about? Um, the new way to self acceptance, fearless living, and freedom from perfection. And this is doing my own personal work. Is realizing that I've been held back by perfectionistic tendencies in all areas of my life, and it's so good. One of the principles I get from this is. Do many start with many habits? How can you just kind of get started on something? He gives the example almost obnoxiously over and over of starting with one push-up a day, just one push-up, not 30, one, and then building out that as a way to get you spurred into action. I that one thing alone was really helpful. Yeah. I can relate to that. That's how I got my exercise starting. It wasn't a push-up because the laws of physics, but I did run, walk a mile and kept going. So yeah, I can relate to that. Uh, what was the who was the author of that again? Let's see. So I didn't have that on the page. Um, we'll drop it in. Even uh, guys, and we'll have the links links there. But how to be an imperfectionist? Um, uh, that's a great personal read that I'm really devouring. But David, can I kind of mention? I should have started with this. Is how I read is different from I think what other people think how I read. Do you like read upside down or something? Almost. It's called read strategically. Oh, I don't read. So many people go in. If you want to read more, one is figure out how you want you consume new stuff. Not everybody is a reader like me. Like doesn't like yeah. just the tactile text. I have subtitles on most of my TV shows, you know, because <laughs> I like to read. But also because I had demonstrably hearing loss and now I have hearing aids. But mm. um, I like to read. Now some people go their auditory or visual learners. Well. Audiobook, Audible, get an Audible account. That's awesome. You can read it, uh, quote, read it, listen to books, uh, but find the way that you prefer to read is the first step. But the second is I don't read books cover to cover. That's that's for the most of the books I read uh, and how I like to learn. It's it's too much to say. Like I, I know people that are so uh, achievers, they, they have to read the acknowledgments and then get to the index before they feel like they've read, quote, read. They're completionists. Like, it's a completionist yeah. type of thing. We have to go from beginning to end. It's like the people that have, that have to look at their Twitter and have to read back until they, until they left off where they left off from last time. And it's a completionist and that can get, that can get frustrating. <laughs> and if you're reading for learning now, does that work with fiction? No, but I mean, does that work with fiction? Yes. But I'm talking about nonfiction learning is if you feel like the sense of achievement is to read it from cover to cover, you're going to, that's why you're not reading. And so I, I say it's called reading strategically. So every book I get, it's to, to help solve a problem I'm wrestling with. So the other book I was going to mention was Marketing Made Simple by Donald Miller. 
And uh, I went into that book specifically. I'd been working on some sales pages, and I wanted to see Donald Miller's framework for that. Now, I didn't read it cover to cover. I didn't read the first chapters even. I went straight to it. I read like a vampire. Go straight to the section that you're looking for. You have to be invited then, into the book? Oh. Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. Now, Go ahead. Go ahead. Oftentimes you do. Mm, dad joke. Sorry. Hashtag dad joke. <laughs> well, I, I didn't go for the obvious suck joke. But what? tell me more about the book. Yeah, so read, but, you know, some books, if they're written right, nonfiction business books in particular, they're written where you don't have to necessarily have all the context in that chapter or, you know, to read that chapter. Mm -hmm. And so that's why I come in like a vampire and just pick out the things that I like or am looking to solve my problem. I've actually got a little ebook on it called, if you can go to readstrategically.com, sign up for it and get my ebook on it. And I think it's actually in post status too. So um, we can put that on the show notes too. But that's my framework for how to read because everybody always asks me, how do you read so much? And I said, well, one, I carry my bookshelf on my phone. Mm. So everywhere I go, I can read. If I have a spare 15 minutes waiting on a dentist, I'm reading a book. The other is I don't feel like I have to read cover to cover. So there's your two top tips. <laughs> yes. Oh, and the third is find the modality that you like to read. I am not an audiobook person, but find get the audible version if you like that or find videos or courses or some there's a way for you to learn and grow well yes and um, um i don't know if i can read like a vampire because that means for me i wouldn't be reading only at night i <laughs> finally nailed that one uh but i'm definitely I, I i read a lot of technical books and you know a lot of that is once you reach a certain point in the book that you can start skipping around uh, mm. but like i said i nowadays I'm very, very rare for me to spend time with a book, especially beginning to end. And I would like something not fiction, but also not technical, but something that would help me on the business side too. Cause I think those are the ones that help me fill in my, fill in the holes in my skill set there. So I think all those mm -hmm. excellent recommendations, we'll put them in show notes. And if you are a reader, um, undead or not, you can probably check out the book nook Slack channel in post status Slack I, I see a, lots of good recommendations in there and from really smart people um, oh, in, yeah. our, in our industry. So I can only imagine, like, if I had the time to read all of them, I would, it would definitely give me some insight. Um, yep. But alas, you know, I can barely read uh, um, coupons. Uh, so, Corey, tell me about, we had, uh, there, was a, there, was a, there was a lot of miscellaneous news this week. One thing that caught my eye um, was that um, the WordPress project is or is either continuing a featured project or starting a new one, a new one. I'm not really sure which is which about doing maintenance to the WordPress updaters. And mm. that is particularly interesting because WordPress has been so careful with its execution of, of core updates, especially um, you would think that with over 40% of the web there would be some sort of mistake or incident or something like that. And there's been one or two security glitches um, in the past uh, couple of years, um, which I can't remember the details of off the top of my head. But there is a project um, or there is an, some updates going on and that's going to involve the outcomes of which involve managed updates, database migration. Imagine, imagine timed database migrations on your WordPress site. Now, let me ask you something, um, because uh -huh. when we talk about updates in the hallways in conferences, back when we had conferences, um, you typically get two camps. One camp is auto update and the other is manually update. Um, 
where do you fall in terms of automatic updates? And we're, mm-hmm. you know, security up minor security updates aside, because mm-hmm. I don't find a lot of people objecting to those or deciding to manually update. Like when there's a, like when there's a minor version of WordPress that addresses some bugs, I, those auto updates happen for almost every WordPress site by default. Anyway, where do you fall in terms of how do you update your personal WordPress sites when it comes to core and plugins and stuff? Oh man, you're really putting me up for potential scrutiny here. Yes. I I need a new co-host. So I'm shaming you out. No, I, uh, for most of my sites, they're not hundreds of thousands of hits every day. So, uh, on the WordPress, just WordPress software itself, uh, auto updates every all day, every day. Um, but again, I didn't do that at iThemes, and I certainly don't do that at PostStatus now. So I wouldn't go in and click update uh, uh, any of this at PostStatus necessarily. It's a way bigger site with a lot more nuance and significant amount of traffic. Um, but for my personal sites, auto update all day. And for most plugins, it's I use um, Theme Sync. Uh, there's also uh, Managed WP at our awesome sponsor, GoDaddy. Um, but I just go in and update all, mostly themes and plugins um, from the dashboard once a week at least. Um, and I do that because these sites, again, this is the disclaimer. They don't have hundreds of thousands of hits. They're not, you know, revenue, all like hundreds of thousands of dollars either. Um, but uh, I have no problem auto-updating WordPress. Oh, I don't, I don't either. I think when it comes to, I, there is a, there is something that I have not checked yet completely for every plugin. And that's the auto update feature now in WordPress where you can select which plugins you can auto update. I do a lot, but I don't do all of them. I think, I think when it comes down to, and remember I'm a developer, I've been with WordPress for years. I think for the every, like my wife's site, my daughter's site, I think they're, they're all good updating. But when it comes to like a marketing site for Enviro Gallery or for something along those lines. Um, you have to be kind of careful when you're dealing with e-commerce um, because that's your lifeline. And, you know, developers, as much as developers like to break things intentionally or not, they don't like to, if it ain't broke, don't fix it type of mentality is still pretty prominent in a lot of very critical sites. So if you're making money off your website, um, and it's a complicated setup. It's not just one plugin probably doing the work, um, mm-hmm. or if it's a one, or if it's one plugin and maybe it's a complicated setup, or maybe there was custom development involved. That's where I still pause, and and it's kind of like when the new iPhone comes out. It's like I wait. If I have to get a phone, I will probably wait months until after it's out just to see how things settle down, and then I'll decide to get it. Hopefully, <laughs> if there's enough computer chips left later this year, hopefully I'll get one. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, I just. I, th- it, it's good to see that there's, that there's still work being done with the updates and it's mm-hmm. my confidence is overall, my confidence, my confidence level is very high when it comes to the WordPress update process itself. It hasn't really let me down. The only time where it's been an issue and it's now it's few and far between, cause I remember what it was like, like six or seven years ago, you were just making backups and just crossing your fingers sometimes on some updating some plugins, but you still have to depend on, third-party plugin developers in terms, and they can't test everything. Um, or yet, even if they, even if you assume you know what they're doing. <laughs> so sometimes yeah. some of the obscure plugin that really is supporting your website maybe is um, you give it a pause, but you know what, just do a backup first and yep. 
you know, regular back, that's where regular backups comes into play. Absolutely. So that's how I feel about it. Um, I just wanted to close out the show here by just reminding, um, we got WP sessions, um, 2021 coming up, um, in later this month, actually, uh, near the end of the month. So, um, I, I think, have you ever spoken at WP sessions? I have. Yeah. Yeah. Brian Rich is a good friend. We go way back. Um, Yes, uh, the one I remember is doing a WordCamp talk. I did that with Chris Lemma and Brian, I think. Hmm. And and also WB Campus and all, lots of other conferences too. We'll include them in the newsletter. But yeah, I thought that was um, it's good to see WP sessions again on our radar. Um, so anyway, Corey, that does it for our time. It was good talking to you again, and we'll do our court appointed time next week. Sounds good. See you, everybody. <laughs>